The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Also check in, Lost Prodigy, Dio Salvador, a.k.a. You can find me, Miguel, on Over the Top Rope, OTTR podcast. Send a like, a subscribe, and a share. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate anything you send our way, any good vibes, positive vibes. You send it out, it'll come back. So send it our way, and we'll send it back. You know it. Pa mi zona, aquí vivimos reyes sin corona. Tan grande que tu mente no razona, te explota la cabezona. Pensando, entendiendo, como estando tan mal, estamos sonriendo. Ah, pregunta arriba, abajo o al lado. Se forma de rumbo con un planchado. No te tires pa'l costado, que no queremos que te nos lesiones. Aquí volamos sin tener aviones, aguantamos ciclones, apagones, bloqueos. Nacimos papia, prueba de fogueo. Andamos sin creer en nadie, poniéndole teo, luchando full, aunque el pico se ponga feo. Dice, ah, yo soy la guagua llena, soy la gole, la bodega. Soy el que va de par y a llevarse alguna jeva. La playa llena de gente, soy tu primo, soy tu hermano. Campeón sobreviviente, papi, yo soy cubano. Mami, ya me volé de una cafetera. Hacerle gola. Papi, yo soy cubano. Álate, ¿pa' qué está? Soy el malecón que te baña, el morro que te vigila. Soy el calor del verano que te aniquila. Soy la rumba de obispo, el friki que te enje, pero tú eres... What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Blackheart, the head honcho here, OTTR, Off the Top Row Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you hit that like, share, subscribe button below. Leave a comment below on the YouTube channel. And just, yo, know, make sure that you just hit that. Hit everywhere, man. Hit everywhere that we are. Thank you for the support. You know what I'm saying? Cop the merch, everything else. Y'all should know how to fucking find us. All this stuff is right here in the description box below. So, so no, I'm going to really say to you guys today. Um, we're close to that season finale. Our season finale joins tomorrow, so stay tuned for that, man. We're going to be live along taking over Top Rules and Squishies podcast tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Don't miss out on that. Needless to say, this is an hour. Yeah, I can't hit my harmonies right today. Um, yeah, so you know how the whole after dark thing goes. Do I really need to break it down? No, I do not. But today, tonight's special guest. Last time I seen him, he was on season one. He had some pretty intense words to say about AEW, but, oh, man, I'm super proud of him. And then the journey that he's been ever since that time period, and now he's back for a second time. Oh, man. Oh, also, Blanco Bruno is in the building with me. Oh, man, Big Bro is back. How's everything, brother? Everything is everything, man. Thank you for, you know, taking the time out just to come on here, man. I haven't seen you since season one, Doug. Thanks for bringing me back, bro. I appreciate it. Always, man. So, man, we got to start right off, man. Just going back to that season one episode, you had a lot of hostility and anger and fire to one the the open challenges that Cody was having um, when he was TNT title champion yeah. back uh, back at the time. I remember that promo like it was yesterday, and I just sat there, I was just like, oh my God, Cody doesn't, Cody doesn't see this guy right now, or or they were not aligned. They're missing out. But now, what happened? You then you popped up on AEW, and then you one on one against the you know, against the brother Hawk Monster himself, Lance Archer. How was that experience for you, man? 
Well, it was pretty crazy, dude. Um, I, you know, I'm five years in the business. I haven't been, you know, I don't have a very lengthy career. So it was, it was a fucking shock to say the least. Um, but like, you know, the corny saying, you know, you put in the hard work and you, you don't stop and shit, shit happens, man. Uh, things happen when, when you don't quit and you just keep pushing. So, you know, through all the work I've been putting into, I picked up side work as, you know, doing like security work. So I got to meet like Kevin Nash and Mick Foley and I'm meeting all these legends. Uh, so I did one with Billy Gunn uh, and we spoke. I got to drive him back to his hotel and all this stuff. So I got to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with him, which was really awesome. So it was because of him I got on. You know, he was like, listen, it seems like you just need an opportunity. So he made it happen. He was a man of his word uh, and it happened. I went to Newark. I was in the Newark one, uh, but I didn't get a... a, a I didn't get a shot that day, uh, but then I got a call back for uh, Rochester, which was even bigger for me, even though I was in Newark, my hometown, like my home area, mm -hmm. uh, being in Brody's hometown was even like more special for me because I was a big fan of his. So um, being there, I wasn't expecting a match, you know, because I didn't get one in Newark. So I'm just there and just taking it all in and stuff like that. And I see my name on the board against Archer especially with Jake the Snake, was like, you know, amazing to me. So uh, it was a very cool experience. It was cool to feel what it feels like to be there at the show uh, and be a part of it. So uh, it's an experience I'll never forget. If, if, if nothing comes of wrestling going forward, uh, I personally feel like I made it. I wrestled in front of 13,000 people. I got punched in the face by Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, so that's pretty... Uh, big check off the bucket list i would think yes it was man i yo when i seen that yo, know i see that clip come on i was like wait is that who i think it is and i was like <laughs> wait it is him i'm like bro he's not yo like i yo yeah. i feel yo i marked out i mean i'm sorry man i marked out for you man i was just like wow I just think about that, you know saying like just thinking about how what the first conversation was then just seeing you to you know what I'm saying to see you there and and then going against him, like even if it was for a short period of time, I didn't give a fuck. It was just the fact that you were scared, yeah. man. And now yeah. the world seeing your face. So now it's like, yo, now ever since that appearance, have you been getting more bookies because of that? Uh I surprisingly, man, I'm I'm getting more bookings as a security uh personnel detail, <laughs> which I'm cool with. It pays better. Uh, mm -hmm. but um you know, normal, normal shit. I, I got to wrestle in new places. I was in Massachusetts, uh, which was new. I'm supposed to be doing uh, Vegas in February if, if financial things happen for me because it's it's expensive to go out there. Uh, I'm not getting flown in or anything like that. Um, but mm. I get an opportunity to wrestle there, and I'm going to try and take it. Um, but no, not not so much. Normal, more normal shit. I've been real focused in the gym since my shoulders injury, you know, mm -hmm. the minute I was cleared, I was like in that fucking gym every single day, even until now. So like, it's like, I'm more focused. I'm getting myself healthy and stuff. All that other stuff will come into play. Um, I feel like a lot of bookers don't know uh, how to use me and it's okay, I guess, because everybody has their own plans in their companies. So I don't need nobody to, to, to move mountains for me. I know my day will come. So I just, keeping positive and just, you know, hitting the gym. And I, I really got to start working more on like real work uh, to make money 
because things are pretty fucking rough. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm just grateful for whatever opportunities I get. I have yeah, some brother, new definitely. places coming up and stuff. Like, I'm supposed to be going to Rhode Island at some point. Um, you know, a lot of new places over here. But I want to get out west. And I, I know I got to, like, just go. You know, I got to hit up as many companies as I can and be like, yo, I'll do it for free type of shit because – like I said, everybody has their own agendas and plans already in play. I don't need, you know, people to to stop doing what they're doing for other people. I'm not looking for that type of treatment, but I feel like I have a place in wrestling and I just got to find it. You definitely do have a place in wrestling, man. And the wrestling world would be, I mean, I'm sorry, like, I don't have to speak about that, but I would be shaking my head as someone didn't really like say, yo, we have someone here and you were like this mold of clay. And then now it's just, just giving you the opportunity to shine and then just proving just proving a lot of people wrong, proving a lot of the other promoters wrong to be like, yo, this is what the fuck y'all passed up on. And I'm yeah. still saying that now. I'm like, yo, listen, there's a lot of the independent stars, including yourself right now, you, Jay Bougie, P Savage. Um, there's a few of y'all out there that I'm like, yo, why ain't these guys, you know, being like catapulted somewhere? It's because we're not carrying other people's bags, I think. You know, um, wrestling's a real weird place to be from my side uh it's a lot of politics and it's a lot of uh you know who you know and it's cool that's fine by me uh but you know i feel like a lot of big guys aren't being used too much because it's not what people really like i mean people like it but it doesn't sell tickets as much as it used to because people don't know how to use us mm -hmm. if we can't do a moonsault it's like, oh, I don't know how to use you. You know, I got nothing for you. Uh, it, it's like the little guys are kind of running rampant in wrestling. And I really wish that... I, honestly, man, I want to start a, a big man club and just have a bunch of big dudes just running rampant through the indies because mm. there's, no, there's no reason why we shouldn't. Uh, we're being left out. We're being treated like we don't exist. I've been told mm -hmm. by Billy Gunn that the big man is dead. Uh, and I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Really? So, he said that to you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was told by people that, like, if my dreams were to wrestle WWE or be at that level, that it's a far, far, far-fetched dream. I've been pretty much told not to fucking wrestle if, I, if that's what I want to do because I'm not going to have a place in wrestling. They've been said that the big man is dead. You know, there's a lot of us. But are any of us... are any of us in the limelight there is not one big man in the limelight no it's not they're always used as fucking jokes we're always used as fucking frankensteins and like these people that are just used to put other people over but honestly man we're we're i'm almost 300 pounds i'm fucking seven i'm six foot nine really i ain't gonna fucking shoot the shit sam seven feet tall but i'm fucking the biggest guy in the fucking indies right now I mean, I was standing in front of Lance Archer in front of 13,000 people, and I made him look small. So that was the point of my life where I say to myself, all right, I still haven't met anybody taller than me. Ben Bishop. Ben Bishop is taller than me. He's a big motherfucker. But I'll run circles around that man. <laughs> yes, you will. You know, I, I wasn't yeah. able to shine at AEW because I was doing what I was supposed to do. But if you give me 10 minutes with Lance Archer, I'll make Lance Archer look like a greenie. I can run circles around all these big guys. I keep my mouth shut and I'm not a hot, like I, I, I'm not a cocky dude and I don't like 
shoot my shot like a lot of dudes they call themselves the big the best big men in the industry or you know what i mean they, all this mm -hmm. bullshit but i mean I, i'm yet to see somebody that looks like me that moves like me that talks like me i am uh, cuban italian descent uh i speak fluent spanish uh, i look like a white bread motherfucker and i'm not i you know i was raised in union city new jersey hudson county new jersey i know my shit i'm street smart uh i I'm not these fucking carbon cut big guys that can't move around. You know, I got Latin blood in my fucking body. I can do things that most guys can't. And I'm just looking for my place to show that, man. I think people are scared because I just walk into a room and I drown out any fucking talent you have. And I don't blame them. You know, you got your boys, you got your main guys. You're going to have some outsider come in and just totally take that away from you. Of course, but then again, isn't me, isn't it? But then again, isn't the point of the promotion is to help build its name up to try to get the most best talent that you can possibly get in one home? Like, so I don't understand that either. Like, how people like you, and then I'm just where, like, bro, like, why isn't this guy a champion somewhere in one promotion that he could have been bringing in the people? Because who the fuck can stop him? Because he, he can run through that whole damn locker room, but he can make them look good. And you, I, and I, then you say, and then I remember watching your matches. You'll say like the very first time with it, very first time we put me on to like your matches. I'm like, bro, yeah. where? Yeah. Why the fuck is? I'm like, oh, I, I, I was, I, was I, 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 so I felt your pain. I was told recently that I don't draw. That I don't draw a crowd. What? I can pull up. I could pull up three matches off the top of my head, and I can tell you to go look at those matches at YouTube, and you tell me how packed that building is. And it wasn't because of the champion. And it wasn't because of any other reason. It was because of the storytelling and the fucking product that I was putting out there with the men that I was working with. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Because I just did a fucking uh, charity event. And there was like 20 people there. And nobody knew I was going to be there. I mean, some people did. But the whole building popped when I came out. And you're telling me that I don't draw? It's because That's you don't let me draw. Shit, bro. It's because you don't let me draw. I'm not asking you. And I told this with you when I talked to you the first time. Yes, you did. Absolutely, I'm not you looking did. to be your champion. If you want to give me that responsibility, I'll give you everything I am, even my fucking shoulder. But I got healed up and I came back. And nobody has nothing for me. Not the company that I got injured with. Not the company that I worked for three years for. Putting their ring together by myself. And busting my ass. And doing everything you saw me doing. Nobody had nothing for me. It's okay. I'm not going to sit home and cry about it. And whine about it. I've already been talking to my wife about quitting. I've already been talking about people that I know. That I'm like, yo. I'm not going to be one of these guys that are going to be chasing a dream. A dream that's going to be held back because I don't know somebody. When I got three kids, a girl, a wife, I got a household to take care of. I got shit to do. And I can't be fucking working for 50 bucks. And then people telling me my rate's too high. I got one guy say, what was your rate? And I told him 150 fucking bucks to go up to East Bumblefuck, New York like four hours away. 
I'm taking time off of work and time off of my kids. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm making money as a security, just standing around and making sure nobody acts up. You're telling me you can't pay me to put my body on the line for your company that I don't get paid for, but you reap all the benefits of the mm-hmm. views, of the ticket sales, of the t-shirt sales, or whatever the hell you make off of us. You know, it sucks, but I'm starting to get tired of it. I got guys like DDP taking an interest in me, telling me to change my hair color, telling me to shave my beard that I grew, that I grew my beard for almost eight years, as long, as much as my kids, since they were born. I grew my beard out and I shaved it because if, if, if DDP thinks that I need to change my look because I look too much like Braun Strowman, which that's all I got, you look like Strowman. Is that Strowman? Oh my God, Strowman's on AEW. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. I don't yeah. even look like Strowman just because I got a beard and I have the sides of my head shaved. That all that all stigma, the all my stigma bullshit. It's stupid because I don't work like him. You definitely don't. And, and they can play you. Yo, I will work. I will work that dude around in circles just because he's a jack motherfucker. Don't mean shit. He can't work like a like a bro. I work like a little guy. Like, I move like a little guy. I don't move like a fucking Frankenstein. My knees are solid. My my body's... I, I got the frame of a little guy. Like, not a little guy, but I got the yeah. body of a smaller dude. In yeah, a huge but you're tall. Guy. Yeah. I'm just tired of not getting an opportunity. I'm not asking for you to put a title on me. I just want to work. <laughs> I just want to work. Like, that's the crazy thing to me. It's like, yo, I'm not even asking you to like make me your main guy. I just want to work. You're telling me you got no no place for me in wrestling? Bullshit, <laughs> it's hard. Bro. It's hard because like I'm the first one there. I'm the last one to leave. When when I'm treated well. If I'm not treated well, I'm not gonna put my heart and soul into it. I was already burned on that. I ain't gonna do that again. It's just not gonna happen. So I don't know, dude. You tell me. What do what do I do? What do, what do I do? You know, I got DDPs calling, big bro, calling, big bro, and trying listen, to get I, to work uh, in Mexico. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. Like, if you can't appreciate me here, I gotta go somewhere else. Bro, I don't know, big bro. I can. I'm just more stunned than you are just hearing that. And <laughs> Yo, just you know to, what it is. I, you brought me in to make your your big guy look good, and I made him look fucking amazing. And yeah, you get the smaller penny, you get the smaller bad bomb me than me. While he gets yeah. a bigger one than you do, and he I lost. Didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get paid shit. You want to know how much I got paid? Two hundred fifty bucks. And that was it. How you doing? And then, and then adios. That you was it. Mental. How you doing? <laughs> Two hundred fifty. Bucks. Ugh. 13,000 people. The experience was amazing. I could care less about money. But if you want to talk about money, and I drove myself to Rochester, New York, and I got myself a hotel. So I paid tolls, and, and well, I didn't pay tolls because I couldn't afford it. Uh, but I paid gas and hotel fee and all that. So the 250 covered me to just go out there. But but I'm sure the big man got a couple thousand 
Easily. Listen, he, easily, he got to. Easily, he had to be. So is it uh, wrong for me to be upset? No, it's totally. No, it's totally. No, it's totally not wrong for you to be upset because I know. I mean, well, I can't say I don't. Like, I can't say I know, but certain people that are in your shoes or may have the similar feeling may feel the same way too. Maybe they're we too small. You know what I'm saying? Like we maybe they You know what I'm saying? Like there's always like that stigma. Like you have to be this. Like it's like you have to be this jack, this tall, this meal. So you can't have to be like this. You say just to be a wrestler. I'm like, who, like, who, like, who the fuck are you gonna tell me? Me being as a black man, six foot one, two eighty nine, my damn self. That if I get myself down in the fucking shit, I'm not gonna do no fucking moose off for you. I'm like, no, I'm gonna stick to what the fuck I know, and that I can present in the ring that's gonna get the crowd over on me. So if you don't appreciate that, then what the fuck? I'm trying to get them to come back to your next show to want to see me. Then I shouldn't come back here. And that's my one and done. So I totally feel what the money felt. You're saying you know your worth. Someone out there or some company out there should see that worth and be like, you know what? We need to break that mold. So why not bring his ass in? And he can yeah, do some right. shit. Why not? Give the man the opportunity. Give the man the chance to prove himself. Not just looking at the man and just judging a book by his cover already. That must be dude, that must be I'm a dog already. It's a corporate. It's a corporate society. It's not about the love of wrestling. They they want to market it as a love of wrestling and a love of this and family. It's all money, bro. It's all money in the end. Me and all the people that you see on Dark and Dynamite and they're getting their ass kicked and shit. Mm-hmm. We're just fucking pieces of meat to make their product look good, and that's cool. That's fine by me. But I just want an opportunity. Give me ten minutes to to have a match with the guy. Let me show you that I can work just as good as he can, right. or even better. So I at least, you, so at least I raise you. your stock. You know what I'm saying? So at least other people will look at you, but yo, if he can go 10 minutes with him, imagine he can go 20 minutes with this guy. And yeah, that's what helps. That's what the that's what the struggle is, bro. You just gotta plug away, plug away, plug away until they're like, hey, I need a big guy. But somebody's gonna see a seven-foot Latino who can speak fluent Spanish and they're going to, it's going to click because you can't tell me there's no dollar bills on that. Listen, the minority demographic will love your ass. Oh yeah. For the Cuban people, there are, they are not, go make a list of Cuban wrestlers. There's a couple, there's but not there's many. Yeah. I must look, there's barely any. There isn't oh, many. Man. And like people don't think I'm Spanish. Yo puedo hablar español perfectamente. Perfectamente. Yeah, I'm like, have you not seen his attire, bro? So I'm like, uh, he's repping his shit to the fullest. And I believe his shit. Have, like, that's not am I that's no gimmick. That's really who the fuck he is. Yo, there was people that were like, You're really Spanish? And I'm like, okay, I understand where you may not think I'm Spanish, but Absolutely. I'm Cuban uh, Italian, but I was solely raised Spanish. My dad was not in my life, so I don't know my Italian side. I just have the name Lou Bruno. Mm-hmm. But I was raised by my Cuban side. I was raised by my grandparents. My mom was a single mom. My mom worked her ass off while my grandparents took care of us. You know, we struggled, lived in the basement most of our lives. 
you know, my mom busted her ass to get to where we are today. You know, I'm not saying I, I ain't got shit. You know, I'm nobody, but my mom busted her ass. I'm on that journey now. I'm trying to do what I got to do to better my life for my kids and give them what the fuck they want. Um, but I'm from Union City, 25th and Summit Avenue my entire life. That's like little Cuba. It used to be little Cuba. Now it's little like South America. It's all like Mexican, mm-hmm. South American. You know, I was raised in the hood, man. A lot of people don't realize that. They see some white boy. But the fucking thing that pisses me off and is why who I am is because I'm not. I'm not some fucking stupid white boy. Yo soy Latino. I was raised in Union City, man. Like people don't understand the hardships that people go through in my area. My family was poor, bro. We had nothing. We had nothing. I didn't have fucking hundred dollars fucking sneakers all my life. I didn't have everything I wanted all my life. So that's why, yeah, I do feel fucking entitled. I'm 37 years old. I don't live home with my fucking mom, Dukes. I do everything on my own. I pay my own fucking bills. I bust my ass. So yeah, you're paying me to be somebody motherfucking up. You're going to pay me for that. I ain't doing that shit for free. I can do that shit tonight and walk outside and be somebody's ass if I felt like it. But I ain't some fucking joke. People are going to start taking me seriously. Bro, I'm like tired of it. Tired of it. I'm sicking my life into wrestling. Like $600 boots, fucking $200 pants, fucking $500 vest. My shit is real. I don't fucking play wrestling. My gear represents me. I'll wear my gear out in the street tomorrow if I feel like it. And nobody's going to talk to me. You want to know why? Because I ain't still fearing motherfuckers. People don't talk to me. Bro, I work at a bagel place. People think twice just ordering with me because they think I'm going to bite their fucking head off. You're telling me there ain't no money behind me? There ain't no money behind me fucking smacking motherfuckers up? I ain't trying to play anymore. Like, that's the thing. You know? You, like, bro, people want to bring me in to fucking show people off. Nah, man. I'm fucking tired of that shit. If I got Hall of Famers giving me fucking opportunities... These motherfuckers in here that own these little fucking companies, you tell me you ain't got nothing for me? It's a fucking joke, bro. For real, it's a fucking joke. Because I ain't five foot eight, 120 pounds that can do fucking backflips and all these fucking... Bro, I'll smack you once and your soul be fucking gone. <laughs> I don't need to do all that shit, man. I don't need to do all that shit. I'm an angry dude, brother. <laughs> I'm tired of the fucking. Listen, but I felt that though. Like I like I feel that though. It's just there's a lot of people that can relate to this. If you're feeling like this, like say like for like say like for instance, like say my job's a piece of shit. I want to get out of that bitch so goddamn bad, I can't make a move right now until when some other shit comes into play for me. So as much as I, I'm like, yo, I know I deserve bad. I know I'm better than half these motherfuckers in this goddamn office. Like these guys can't even. I can run circles around this shit, and yet somehow they pass me over. I could have been making some serious money right the fuck about now. Why am I living hand to mouth? Fuck yeah. out of here. Like, no, I know my worth. And so that if you now, just like you will, bro, listen, you know your fucking worth. I was just gonna be just like this. We need to start just invading these promotions, just jumping over the fucking guardrails and be like, yo, listen, I got your bill money right now, bro. Yo, I got your bill money right here, right now. If this helps you to get your shit out there, my like, yo, we got our own microphone, our own megaphone. We're gonna talk to the motherfucking crowd. And yo, yo listen, I went, run, to run, big run. Event. <laughs> I went to a big event. 
I don't. I didn't have a ticket. I didn't have shit. I just knew some people. I walked right in. Security looked at me. And we're like, yo, who the fuck's gonna say anything to me, bro? The one time I was really arrested in my life, it took about seven to eight guards to bring me down. I'm no fucking joke, bro. And all these motherfuckers think I'm a joke and it, it's starting to piss me off and my fucking asshole side is starting to come out and I'm starting to be like, yo, I'm tired of this shit. Like what you're talking about, like going to places and being like, yo, why are you using me, bro? Well, yo, why, fuck this guy, fuck this, this guy, dude? fuck that guy because they ain't better than me. I can run circles around your old damn locker room. Just to bro, be like, yo, and then like, what y'all going to do about times. it? Nothing. Scare your whole locker room in one move. I got people coming up to me at big event, big cast. I'm like, yo, you're an idiot. Get the fuck away from me, bro. <laughs> really? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not an alcoholic. You got the wrong guy. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, bro, I'm tired. Oh, shit. And this motherfucker running around saying he's from Jersey and repping Jersey. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yo, I can't stand Enzo More, bro. He is a fucking cocksucker, bro. Like, is this some I'm heat between you two? Huh? Is that no? I was saying no. I'm asking. Is is this a heat between y'all two? There ain't no heat because he he would never acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? Like I trained with him one day. I'm from I'm from the area that you're repping. You mm -hmm. think you talk to me at least? I'm not looking for a handout. But damn, I looked up to you when you were in the E. I really appreciate what you were doing when you were in the E. And then you went around fucking around with these like teenage girls and you get yourself into some shit. And then like, I see you at several events and like, you act like you don't even know me. And then you act like a dick on top of it. Mm. That's the shit that gets me, bro. Yeah. Like, oh man. Be a little more humble, bro. I would never, first of all, I would never charge a kid for anything. That's, I think that's my problem, too. I guess I'm not an asshole. I'm not a dick. When kids run up to me, I'll give them whatever they want. I've given kids fucking gear of mine. I've given them autographs, pictures, and I never charge them a cent. If you're a grown-ass man and you're coming to ask me for something, yeah, you're paying me. But I ain't going to fucking charge a kid. And you got to see them peddling their fucking shit at these little seven-year-olds. Go tell mm. your dad to this shirt. You need this shirt. That's mm -hmm. fucked up, dude. Throw the kid a shirt. Make his day. So yeah, he, I, I you just like, build you just build different from from other big guys that I'm built I'm built different from people period. You're built be I mean you're built different from a lot of motherfuckers. Let's just say that much. So listen, bottom line, I'm gonna be okay. If wrestling doesn't happen for me, Something I am fucking blessed to be where I've been. I wrestled at AEW in front of 13,000 fucking people. I'll say it over and over and over because you all motherfuckers that have been wrestling for 20 plus years and you're still wrestling in front of 200 people, I've surpassed you already. You got a point, folks. I surpassed you already in five years of hard work and being nobody's boy. Be your Struggling own man. and putting in the fucking work. If I'm only wrestling at one place, you want to know what? I'm putting my heart and soul into that one place and I'm pumping out good motherfucking content. And folks, if you have not checked out his 
previous word in pro wrestling magic, man. Oh my god, you and Jartel's matches is what made me fancy you guys. Ever since y'all put me on to those matches that y'all had back then, I became a fan of you guys. So I greatly appreciate that because was it for that, I would never be here talking to you. If, if, if it was for that, I would be here still talking to John on the side too, which I had him early on in the season already. So you know what I'm saying? I gotta support my boys. No matter the fuck what, no matter where the fuck y'all go to work, I'm supporting y'all motherfuckers, period. Yo, and this is what's going to happen. Me and John just need to fucking hook up. Oh, you, John, and Danny. You, John, yo, you, John, and Danny P. Yeah, y'all three need to just be like, yo, we being, yo, we being ridiculed, we being minimized and shit like that. Fuck that. We need to just go hop over that fucking guardrail or some NWO shit and just... And just take the fuck over. Just be motherfuckers. You, you being Kevin Nash, John Teller obviously is, uh, you know, more likely he can beat the whole holy on the case. But Dirty Dan will have to be like the mouthpiece in the front, talking his crazy ass shit. And then the both of you guys are sitting right next to him. If y'all start doing that and be like, yo, like we are putting our real, like, no, our real feelings into like, this shit and be like, yo, like we're gonna go to every single promotion to do this. We need to do is to be like, yo. Until we get proper recognition, we're going to come and fuck up your whole fucking locker room. You need to get whoever big guys you know in the industry and tell them that it's time to form. (laughs) It's time to transform into something that's unstoppable. If we all big guys stick together and we get a group together, the fuck is going to stop us. Yo, listen, man. I'm listen, man. I'm down to help you with that. I'm yo, I'm yo, I'm sissy, I'm sissy down to help you with that. We need to start an initiative. We need to call to arms with all the big men. We need hey, to start listen. taking back the industry that should be rightfully ours. Hey, yo, if y'all listen where, to that, where, and you are a big man out there. Where's our should... respect? These dudes look up to us. These champions, these so-called champions. They look up to us. They couldn't hold our. They couldn't hold my boots. My boots way heavier than most of these guys. <laughs> my crocodile skin boots. Yeah, they. Who, who's gonna hold my boots? I'm telling you, bro. This needs to happen. This whole big big man collective league needs to happen. It definitely needs to happen now. Let's make it happen, bro. Yeah, for yo, for maybe yo, I know how serious that you are. If you serious, then I'll be serious with you on. I'll be serious as fuck with you on this. Hey, there's Bullet Club, there's NWO, the Generation X. There was uh, all these groups, LWO, uh, the, the Blue WO, uh, <laughs> all these crazy groups, the fucking Radicals, uh, Evolution, uh, all these groups. I think we need to make a big man group. Mm. Shit. Three like three big guys, and then you just have Danny being asked the mouthpiece. Three big guys. What are they gonna do if we fucking form a fucking army? They can't do anything because everybody, including the security guards, they would got mauled the fuck over. And then and who's really gonna stop y'all? Nobody. You just terrorize each and every goddamn event. The dead last people that people are going to remember is the fact that you guys whoop everyone's ass each and every time. Pretty much. Pretty and much. I, and I would definitely love to see that. 
I would definitely love yeah, to see I that. Yeah, I think I think uh I think that would go over pretty huge. And that would get some people talking about it, it spreads. You might never know other promotions might be like, yo, we need some of that over here. Then you start making a little yeah. pistols, you be like, yo, we're gonna go over here, we're gonna do this. And get in, get out, go to the next one. Do the same yeah. goddamn thing. That's what I think. I think it's just how how many places can you hit up to do the same thing and where it travels. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and uh, who's to stop us from just going? I, some guy uh, tagged me in a promotion. Was like, hey, because his his champion was a champion for like two hundred and ninety days. And he was like, hey, Bruno, uh, I think Bruno would take his, that title right off of him. And I'm like, like literally, yeah, I probably could just walk right in and take it off you. Are you going to stop me? But, hey, can't do those type of things anymore, you know? Says who? Everybody's so sensitive nowadays. If I were to walk in, they'd call the cops on me quick as hell. Eh, I hear you. All that you had to do was just walk in there and be like, yo, I'll go out there, I'll do an open challenge. You can bring out your best guy and your and if I molly whop him and win, y'all better bring me back next week. And I want my actual rate 500 flat. Maybe more than that, because depending on how decisive the win is, that you could be like, huh, because of that yeah. win, you guys are gonna owe me this much now. Have my money ready by next week. Someone's gonna have to stay the fuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. someone's gonna stay the fuck at home because I'm getting their money. But seriously, dude. Um, I uh, I respect everyone. I uh, you know I try to do my best to help out in every possible way. Uh, I'm not a cocky person to any promoters or any companies. I try to represent them the best I can. Um, I'm just looking for opportunities. You know, I I, I am a definitely a, a special talent. Uh, I have a look to me. Um, I'm not what you're what's your typical. I'm I'm pretty. Uh, I'm a rare breed, so I try to keep plugging away. Things are happening. I'm, I'm meeting new people. I'm getting more connects. You know, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my way uh, down to Mexico at some point. I want to go to Canada. You know, I feel like I need to just get away from the East Coast, maybe, because uh, I don't I don't feel like enough people are seeing me yet. So, you know, Catalyst Wrestling. Uh, I'm with Zach there still. We're still the Hudson County Harso, and and they're still you know plugging away with us. And I have a I have a blast with him. And Zach Zach's amazing. Zach's always gone the bat for me. He's always fought for me. Uh, and it's just uh, there's a lot of companies out there, and I'm I'm definitely gonna land in one of them. Man, there's enough wrestling for everybody. Yes, there's a lot of wrestling for everybody. And bro, you're gonna land on your feet. I, I I personally believe in you, myself, as a fan. I personally believe in you and who you are is going to redefine what a big man is supposed to be. It's supposed to look like the, the same way how we got that whole stigma from back in the day that you're supposed to be this type of thing. Nah, fuck that. Nowadays, I wouldn't give a shit if I'm going just, I'm going to still bitch smack the shit out of you. And then it's still going to hurt. And watch how the fuck it is going to fucking hurt. And then you're yeah. going to... Rethink about the whole theory later, mate. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, like we, no, we, 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 we as humans got to change the whole perception. Like, this is how things it's supposed to be. Nah, fuck that. Things are meant to be bent and broken anyway. So, yeah, I'm totally on your side with that. I was like, uh, 
Cause. And AW AW is doing a, a good job of that, like breaking the stigma. You know, they're doing a really good job. I feel on showcasing all types of talent, no matter what it is, uh, from all communities, from all walks of life. Uh, it was a it was a nice feeling being there. You know, and and I I can't I would be lying if I told you I'm not super jealous and want to be there. Like I feel like I do belong there. Uh, I feel like, I mean, you could even use me as like a bodyguard manager type of fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's many things you could use me for. Like, if you don't want to use me in the ring right now, but I can watch somebody's back and definitely be somebody's fucking diesel. You know what I mean? I can be diesel with Shawn Michaels type of thing. Um, I don't know, man. I keep trying to do what I have to do. Uh, keep just being as positive as I can. My yeah, my wife, yeah, just stay focused on it. You know, I have to tell you, I'm like this close, dude. I'm like, yo, <sighs> shit, I made it, you know. Hey, maybe it just wasn't my time, dude. I was, I grew up in with the attitude area and shit, you know. I watched all that type of wrestling. If I would have gone into wrestling from high school, maybe I probably would have been somewhere, probably would have been in the E for sure, at least one little run or something. But I don't know, man. I think the WWE's something that won't happen for me. I'm too old for that. No, no, you, years old, bro. no, even no, me personally telling you, you would no, you over there would just not make you would definitely be like, what the fuck am I even doing here? No, but just forget it. I ride for you that I didn't even think about going to that main promise land because as much as it may look glamorous over there, the fertilizer is still shitting. Hey, I don't really give a fuck other than the paycheck, bro. That if, too. If, if you're paying me to do something I love, I don't care if it's WWE, AEW, NJPW, Triple uh, A, whatever you want, I don't care. If you're paying me weekly check, I don't care who you are. If WWE called me tomorrow, I was like, "Hey, we want you to come in." I'm gonna go. You fucking crazy? Anybody would go. Even if they're gonna use me for a year, two years, and they let you go and do your thing, you know what they did for your career by just you being there? Mm-hmm. Financially I can go anywhere now. All these guys that let go, everybody's fucking bitching and moaning on social media about them. Why? They, they're going to be fine. They're all going to go to AEW. They're going to fucking Impact. They go overseas. They can go anywhere they want. And their rates are going to be $500 and above to do 10 minutes. So why are we crying over that? It's not that their careers are over. They didn't have career-ending injuries. That's something to cry over and feel sorry for. Mm-hmm. All these people are going to be fine. You're right. If you put in the work, you know what I mean? And the work proves itself, then anyone will pick you up. Of course. Bro, man. Yeah, brother. Yeah, the rest of the world is one of those... It's one of those places that people may think that it's cool and everything like that to where they really see the inner workings on the web inside of it and be like the fuck is all this shit and people just people would just step away from it it's just hard bro because i'm trying to do it from the perspective of you know shut up and do what you're asked help when you can help teach if you can teach uh do what you have to do to show your worth so I made sure the ring was safe for all the workers. I made sure I was there early enough to set up the ring 
and have enough time for myself to get ready and stuff like that. I took the workload on my back, reassuring the company that I worked for, I'm going to be there every day. I'm going to be there whenever we have an event. I'm going to be there for anything you need. And I did by myself. Had help, Mikey, Lawrence, a few other guys, but Mikey and Lawrence were two consistent dudes. They're not workers. Actually, correction, Lawrence just started working. Uh, very proud of him. If he ever watches this, I love you, bro. Um, but I've done all that shit. Uh, and then staying afterwards. Yeah, I, my first title win, I, I stayed after and tore down the ring, broke down the chairs, swept the venue. And all the aerial superstars got their bags and went home. And nobody says anything. I thought you pay your dues, you show up, you help, you say, if you can't, if you can't break down, you show up to set up. If you can't set up, you help break down. If you're part of the show, you help any way you can. If you got to go home, you got to go home. But when you're making it a habit, you know, I've yeah. got to go home, but yet you're not even like, hey, let me put a, like five or six chairs away. Dude, I'm sorry, I got to go. I'm going to help you out as much as I can. And then you're out. Like, People don't have that work ethic anymore. It's all about me, me, me. And like, you know, what are, what are you giving me? And, and it's just, bro, I get in a ring with people that want to suplex me. Like five minutes into the match, they're like, we're going to suplex. No, five seconds into the match. Uh, we're going to suplex. Like, what? No, not happening. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to be humble and nice without being a dick. You know what I mean? Like, some situations... You gotta be one or the other, man. There ain't no in-between. Right, right. Right, you can't be nice, because I'm like, what do you want to do? It's like, it should be like, you're not doing that. No, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. And then, if you would have did that, they would just label you difficult. Right. Or difficult to to work with, or just outspoken. I'm very big on storytelling. And if I, if I try to transport myself and, and put myself in a real life situation, which is what you kind of do when you watch wrestling, you watch it and you want to be taken away and not worry about what's around you and really focus and just be totally about either the bad guy or the good guy. You want to actually like the good guy and want the bad guy to be hurt. You want Every time that bad guy hits that good guy, you want to hate that bad guy. You want to be like, you mm-hmm. motherfucker. And when that good guy starts firing up, you want to cheer for that man. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Like, that's how you <laughs> should feel about when you're watching a match. Like, that's how you, that's how it is. Your storytelling. Yes. I feel like there's not enough investment in that. If you're fucking 5'8", and I'm six foot nine, why are you asking me to do a suplex. Unless you're some fucking jacked ass key man. I understand, <laughs> I understand it. But in real yeah. life, man, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We get a lot of shit from people saying wrestling's fake. It's not fake. So why are we trying to make it look even faker? By doing stupid shit. Because it's not fake. 
I tore my fucking AC joint. I needed reconstructive. Sur- I needed surgery. I was out for six fucking months. No, mm-hmm. quick months. And I put in the work and I hit the gym and I got better. And I looked better. I'm in the best shape of my life. I stopped smoking cigarettes. You know, I, I, I didn't take pills. I'm not hooked on pills. I didn't do any of that shit. People tell me wrestling's fake. I want to punch them in the mouth. It's not fake. I feel you, I feel you on that. It's not fake. It's not fake. So why do you do things that make it look fake? You're not going to suplex me in real life unless, like I said, you're a big deal fucking bodybuilder and you're fucking jacked and you got a fucking He-Man strength because some fucking 5'8", 120-pound dude is not going to get... And I've got... And, and that's no that's no shot on Evan Myers. I wrestled Evan Myers. It was a hell of a match. We put on a fucking show. You want to watch true storytelling, you watch me versus Evan Myers for the Dark Arts title. I did. All you right. go on my page and you watch that shit. That was a banger, bro. He suplexed. I got you. But watch that match or watch what we did. That's how you tell that story. You don't just suplex me a minute into the match. You work. You build on that. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows that shit. People want to fucking blow their load in the first two minutes of a match. Yeah. They forget the, the old school way of wrestling. When I watched wrestling, you really cheered on these people. You really felt something for them. Today, you kind of just have favorites. Oh, yeah, I like that dude. True. But you're Very true. Connection. Certain people have that connection. But not everybody. Hey, Luca. Nah, I mean, you good. Oh, man. <sighs> What the fuck is wrong with our industry? What the fuck is wrong with our industry? I think you hit some major points and some major flaws in what's going on right now. And I think we just need to just take up a crusade, man. It's and not the like, industry is so much the style. Society. Like it's not because listen, bro. Every every man and woman that I've I, I mean, I've only worked with one woman, Janai Kai, and she's a fucking she throws bangers, bro. She kicks hard. <laughs> I, yo, legit. I seen that. I seen that match too, and I was like, she's legit. She's legit. She can hang. She she can hang. She can hang for for real. Um, but every wrestler I come in, in, in encounter with, they like really love wrestling. Like everybody really loves wrestling. I haven't met anybody that's doing it just for money. Like, even mm-hmm. though I'm doing it for money, I love doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like I'm building Legos. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting my life on the line. I could take one wrong bump and I, you know what I'm saying? My shoulder, for instance. So, I don't know. It's not it's not the wrestlers or, or the business. I, I just feel like people need to kind of relax. <laughs> just fucking relax. I wish everybody would smoke a fucking blunt and just fucking relax. Seriously. <laughs> like, the quicker the entire country goes legal, the better I think we're off. <laughs> It'll fix everything. It'll take us out of debt. People will be nicer. Bro, when I went to Portland, I took an Uber to the dispensary to check it out. Everybody in Oregon, everybody is just nice. Everybody is chill. 
I was at truck stops, bro. I'm a trucker by 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 for a living. So mm-hmm. you deal with a lot of pissed off, grumpy people. Everybody was nice out there. Truckers, business people, every stop I was at. It's like everybody's high. I'm like, wow. Like everybody's just fucking chill. Like I love the atmosphere. This area is so like, oh, you know, every day it's like something new, bro. Something new. My dog is sick. I have to take her to a doctor. It's only, it's like $2,000 and I got to pay up front. I don't have the money. What do I do? What do I do? I'm literally picking her up, taking her out, letting her pee. She's throwing up every fucking like half hour. She won't eat. She won't drink. I don't have the money. What do I do? What do I do? I called. How many shelters did we call today? Eight or nine? All of them are like, you have to pay everything up front. So you're telling me there's nobody that'll help me? There's nobody that's going to help me? My dog's just going to fucking die? There's no compassion. There's really no compassion that they present to us now. It's like, Everybody's like robots. They was like, no, they're programmed. Only do yeah. do do this, do that, do that. They yeah. don't show no fucking human fucking compassion for anybody anymore. That it makes me sick nope. to my fucking stomach. Yeah, and that's why everybody's at each other's throat. That's yeah, why- everybody always got some secret hate for someone, some other shit. Like, oh, they don't want another person to fucking succeed. And I'm like, how the fuck you not want another motherfucker to fucking succeed? Like, you want us to be doing what the fuck that you guys are doing, just right here with nothing, with our lives? Fuck out of here, like, nah. Like people like me and you, man, we got dreams and aspirations, man. Like we want to do better for ourselves, and then we want to do better for the shit that we love. But you got people out there, man. That's just that's just want to just bring you fucking down, fucking suppress you like nothing. Yeah, that, you, know, you know what I'm saying. And, and that's the fucked up part about society today. Society today in this world, matter of fact, you sneeze wrong and people try to cancel you. <laughs> Shit. I'm probably gonna. Yeah, get I better watch what the fuck I say because I know a lot of people have been trying to come at me lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this interview too. And you know what? I'm at the point that I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm fucking tired. Man, I'm, I'm out here working and and going to the gym and chasing my dream and watching my kids and paying for my kids to go to private school and doing what I'm supposed to do as a father. I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm not out here fucking robbing from anybody. I'm out here trying to chase my dream and do it in a nice way. I'm tired of everybody's bullshit. Everybody has an agenda. Everybody's out for themselves. And I'm like, bro, there's enough out there for everybody to eat. There's enough out there. Shit, right. Shit the pie, man. The me for society bullshit, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm like, that's why I'm telling you. If wrestling doesn't work out for me, I'm happy with what I've accomplished. I was the longest reigning Dark Arts champion you for walk with your head high. 543 days. I won the heavyweight championship before I broke my shoulder. I'm, I'm fucking proud of that. I left my mark on that company by changing both of those titles and making them relevant and making them look the way they do. I'm happy. I'm happy. The way my life's going, I'm getting booked for security work. I ain't mad at that. I'm meeting all these legends. I'm making money and I'm making the fucking moves that I need to for my family. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. My day will come. I know that. I know that. I know that. I've lost my faith and I've gained my faith and I lost my my faith. I'm praying. I know God has a fucking plan for me and it's going to fucking happen. 
and it's gonna fucking happen, whether it be wrestling or truck driving or owning my own company. It's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. I just need to stay positive. You will stay positive, man. And I really do, yeah, and I really am praying for you, man. For real. The, one of these days, something's gonna come into your way and it's gonna change your life forever. Hopefully, it's for the better and not for the worse. I really I appreciate do. that, bro. I really do, man. But listen, I don't want to take it too much of your time, man. I want to thank you for you know coming to take the time out to come on here with me, man. You know me, you know I'm supporting you all the way up here from Massachusetts, man. Ain't nothing stopping that shit. So whatever that you need me for anything to try to get something or try to figure out some information, dude, hit yeah. me, man. I want to help out any way the fuck I can for you. Any way the fuck yeah. I can. I'm supposed to be going to Massachusetts again. I'll let you know when, and maybe we'll I stop and see you on the way. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. You know, yeah. Definitely let me know about that. Definitely yep. let me know about that, man. Man, we can try to do something. All right, man. But, brother, oh, man, folks, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys. Man, y'all know how the hell to do it, man. Before we get out of here, Brody, this is where we're going to give you the winner circle. Social media is handles, everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Drop them. And you know how we rocking with it. Uh, El Oso Blanco on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, or the Meadowlands Monster. A lot of the social media hasn't, like, switched yet because I started when I was the Meadowlands Monster. But you can find me on any of those social platforms. Just type Meadowlands Monster or El Oso Blanco, uh, and you'll get any of my stuff, man. Go check out my matches. And uh, my work speaks for itself. Yes, folks. Yes, folks. Support the motherfucking man. And one more thing for you. Can you give us a quick shout-out real quick? You know what I'm saying? Just let you know where you at right now. Yo, dude. Let me tell you, yo, what's going on, Lou Bruno? This is OTTR, Off the Top Rope Podcast and stuff like that. Off the Top Rope, right? It's Off the yep. Top Rope Podcast, man. The yep. only place to be, the only place to catch your wrestling news and podcasts and up-and-coming wrestlers. Yes. You know the deal. Tell the ladies and gentlemen until you see us on the season finale tomorrow night, live, 10 p.m. on our YouTube channel and our Top Rose Wishes YouTube channel as well. We'll be on at the same time. Y'all know where it is. It's takeover time. It's takeover time. It's mafia style time, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we bid y'all adieu. Have a good weekend.